Welcome, Welcome back, back to Are You For Real? <laughs> to Are You Still Listening? With Kira and Sarah. Hi. Hi. Okay, Thought so. Thought I was doing the intro, but it seems that was your job today. How, how's your day been? It's been great. Tell me about it. I've been on a real painting bender. You have been. I have. It's been so fun. I could just go on and on and on. It's like the other shit that's the part that, like when I was driving over here, I was like, oh, I gotta do my taxes oh. and do my ink, my expenses. And you know, like I've really been slacking because I decided to become my own bookkeeper this year. Well, I don't, why? I don't, so I told Dorothy, I was like, so Dorothy's one of my friends for those out there, but she did my bookkeeping for me for like two, three years. And then I was like, the only way I'm going to cure this rampant overspending is if I have to look at it every day. But the issue is now I just don't look at it. And I'm so behind. I would never, that would, my business will close. Sorry, I'm eating. Yeah, I'm like, because like, I have to do my monthly taxes and then the quarterlies do, and oh, it's a uh-uh. lot. It's a lot. But you need to be paying that because that'll fuck you. I know. Okay. I'm going to pay you. I'm just telling you. Thank you. Um, you are a sage businesswoman. I don't give you enough credit for that. I hire right people. Yeah. I stay in my lane. Yeah. Um, stop shaking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Kira came and plunged with me yesterday. And it was the first time she'd been to my plunge bath and she, I let her plunge first, which is really hard for me because I get really nervous. So I like to go first. And then she was sitting in my sauna and literally giving me advice on how to plunge. (laughs) I was like, you get, you've been here once. Once. She's like, she's like, just put your arms in. If that's not my personality in a nutshell though. I was like, this is your first day on the job. Like I, I literally like go, I would like go watch a surgery once. And then the surgeon, I'm like, um, a little different technique with the scalpel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're like, shut the fuck up. But then you went today. Oh, so I went again today. You and went after class? Yeah. Because Sarah was like, you were at my house. She just said, were you at my house today? I was like, yeah. Yeah. You don't even know who I am. But um, I went after class today and yesterday, Sarah, this is what I told her. Sarah didn't, she's like, I don't put my arms in until the very end because that's the hardest part for me. Well, then the very end is like miserable because you're redoing the cold. So I just went under from the start today. It's better. You went all the way up to? Like, I didn't, I, I went to like here. That's good. Tomorrow I'm going to go, those out there, I went to like shoulder, right below the top of my shoulders. Tomorrow I'm going all the way to my chin. Okay. And how many minutes did you go today? Four. What did you play a song? Yeah, but just like, I mean, I played Billy Joel, Vienna, and it was so, that is dark. That is dark and cold. If I would have walked in, I would have had, I would have laughed so hard. Well, you know, my favorite emotion, I mean, not to feel, but to be, to be brought to like within a music or like, or like a movie is melancholy. Like I love you, melancholy. The girl with no problems who wants all the problems, <laughs> who has more problems than anybody. Yeah. Like Billy Joel Vienna and she's always a woman for me that those both really get me to I a, mean, a the great visual place. of you pressing play on your phone and then climbing into the ice bath with your yoga clothes on to Vienna. <laughs> wow. 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 It's a great song. I mean, the energy was low, but... Were you focusing your breathing? But it is like, it's like the, after you get your breathing, then that's when you start to feel the pain, you know? So that part, that, that sucks too. But then once you get to two minutes, you're gold. You're golden. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just a plunger now. So I brought Kira on here today for many reasons always, but I've been playing with the idea of like visiting burnout. Yeah. Because we all get burnt out. Yeah. 
even on things we love. Well, I mean, this is a different thing, but like the monetization of things that you love, you know, it's like sometimes the, the monetization of it all is like why you get stressed. And then it's like something that you love that then you don't love it anymore. I don't feel like that about art, but, like, I do think that that's, like, a thing that can happen. Yeah. Like, are you experiencing burnout currently? I feel like I'm always kind of crashing a little bit. Yeah. I feel like the last few times I've talked to you, too, like, I've, like, just laid, like, I'm, like, high. You're, like, what's wrong? I'm, like, nothing. Everything. Yeah. And I don't want to be like that. What do you mean? I just, like, I think sometimes, like, I feel tired, and then when I feel tired, everything feels hard. Okay. But you're never tired. Yes. Which is nice. But like. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but you also, I mean, like the thing is that you do have three children, small children. That that adds a level to everything. Correct. But like I do think, okay, so I was just, you know, first time we were doing some prep for the podcast here. I was like, I want to talk about burnout. And I was thinking, well, I've, I've okay, so I had. I have two thoughts. One is that I was just listening to this woman who like basically does like has her PhD in behavioral science and I think her name's Emily Nagowski, but she um, was talking about how like, so the tiredness could be like a low key symptom of the burnout and like burnout. So there's like, so burnout is anything that can be caused by stress and then like a stressor and then you have a stress response. But like her point was that, Right now, we have so many, like in the world we live in, so many chronic stressors. And it used to be like, you know, someone's chasing you or like an animal's chasing you. You run from it, it leaves, and then you're like, oh, yay. And you're like so excited, you know, and you get, then you have all this energy afterwards. And it's like, but now we have all these chronic stressors, so you never complete the stress cycle. That is so true. And like, so she was talking about how it's really important when you go through this, to go through the stress cycle, even if you have a chronic stressor. And you have to do it in a place that's not the stressor. So like if you have a long commute and every single day you're so fucking stressed by that commute and then you get out of the car and you're like, oh, now I can relax. And you like go sit on the couch. You never complete the stress response. Like you should really like get out of your car, not look at your car and do like 15 jumping jacks. But then like you, your stressor and the completion of your stress response are the same place. You're talking about my home. Well, no, I'm talking about here. Oh, right, right, right. The studio. Because like, then I would do my 15 jumping jacks, but I've already, but I would do them here. Right. So it's like you're, every time you're like getting like the stress out of your body through exercise, then like you are I know. at the place where you have all these people that need you and demand things from you. And then you are like completing your stress response in a place that is the stressor. Yeah. Like, maybe you need to go work out somewhere else. I mean, is that bad for business? <laughs> no, because it's still it's still good. And obviously, you still have to work out here as part of your job as yeah. far as, like, your teachers. But, like, maybe that, like, I was, like, when she said that about, like, having to be away from your stressor just for that amount of time to complete the stress response, I was like, how interesting. Because Sarah's, like, exercises at a place that, even though you love, is a stressor. Mm-hmm. True. Because it demands a lot of your attention. I do. You know what? I think I do feel a little burnout in my exercise. Yeah. And it's not that I don't love. Okay. Don't stop coming, everyone. It's not that I don't love the modality and the work. Like we we did, like we were in, I think this makes sense. We were in Napa. Maggie taught a class and I taught a class and it was awesome because it was in a different setting. Yeah. And 
I think sometimes it's just like I come here and you walk in and, and people are need, 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 need. And then I'm like, okay, now I have to go work out. And then I've got to go right back in. Yeah. Hmm. And then you have to go right to a meeting and like you're working out where like your stress is. Okay. And then the other thing is that like, you know, anything can be a stressor that's a demand on you. And obviously like three small children is like a huge demand. Uh-huh. And then like, so she was talking in the, in the podcast about how like, Anything, like, whenever you feel like you need to do something, like, you need to work harder, give more grit, it's, like, the opposite. So, like, if someone comes to you, and this is when I was, like, really realizing, like, as a friend, like, I feel like... And I'm always like, these people just need to work harder. But she's like, it's the opposite. When someone comes to you and they're stressed out, it's not like work harder, grit your teeth, get, get down to business. It's like, no, then, then you give them care and support to get through the stress. But you're not compassionate. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's something we'll work on later, you know? Mm -hmm. So the other thing that I was thinking, and this was what I was saying this morning that had like a revelation is that like, do you feel like sometimes I wonder, is it burnout or is it boredom? Mm, Valid. And so then it's like you were saying like, so with when you went from owning CPY to now opening the works, like, don't you think that was a way of you getting through the burnout of that? Um, like that you wanted to create something new? Maybe. I don't know if it was necessarily Burnout, I think that the vision had changed. And so I didn't feel quite as connected. And I felt like it was time to do something different. What do you mean the vision had changed? My vision had changed. As far as like what you wanted to bring to people? Yes. Okay. And like what I wanted the studio to be a symbol for. Right. So then like, so then you were kind of not necessarily, I wouldn't say like bored with well, it's easy to be complacent. Right, yes. And you were like, it was so you, routine. It was so repetitive. Yeah. You knew exactly what you were doing, teaching the same thing over and over. And so then, like, you were like, I'm going to create something new. And so then that, like, reinvigorates you. Yeah, totally. And so now... Well, that's why Carter's always like, I'm like, I want to... I'm actively looking for a new studio, a new studio space, like, West Ashley, James Island. Right. And there's no good real estate that I've found. If anybody hears of anything, message me. Um, and... She's like, you always have to do the next best thing. And I'm like, but I think that's kind of how my brain is. Like I, yes, I teach here. It's great when I'm here because I can interact with the teachers and that's huge. But like people don't need me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I want to go and do like that gives me, that makes me excited. Like creating new things. I mean, like, yes. I mean, between Sean Carter and Tara, like I really don't have to do much. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I do, I choose to do things. I choose to be here. I choose to give my time back. You know, I choose to, I love teaching, but like, I like to grow and like, I'm excited. We're doing teacher training right now to like create new teams right. and like teach people about the culture. And yeah. Cause like, I wonder if you're, if like, cause you are like a very creative person in a different way. You do like to build things. Mm-hmm. And so then I like wonder if like, I love when people it, get it. What do you mean? Like when new teachers just all of a sudden, it's like, oh my gosh, like I'll speak to, cause she's one of our newer teachers. Um, and I think they're all so wonderful, but I've got to spend more time with Taylor lately. Okay. And, um, it's just like something clicked 
and like her classes, you know, she's like, and she does have the time to put this full time into her life. And I right. understand that there's a different grow- growing process for there. Cause we have people that work full time and they do this because they love it, you know, but she's like, I want to do this. Right. And it's just, when you see someone be like, holy shit, I get it. I get what we're doing. The class makes sense. What's coming out of their mouth makes sense. The way they're living their life. It's all just like interconnected. I mean, that's, that's like, Awesome. All right, y'all, it's Cardi Wheels coming on here because I want to steal the show for a second and tell you about one of my most favorite, favorite services and restaurants in Charleston, Atlas Food Co. So Atlas has been on my radar for years now as a weekly delivery company here in Charleston. But as I've watched them grow, I can't help but recognize the similarities between Atlas and our business. It is also female owned. They have a meal delivery service in Charleston, as well as a restaurant across the street from the works downtown. They're a small but mighty team, just like the works and the work cycle. And that is something that I really love to support. So each week, what I do on Wednesday, I get my order in, the food comes to my house on Sundays, and then you don't have to worry about anything else for the rest of the week. Also, all of their packaging is compostable. They source from local farms across the low country. They change their menu with the seasons, and they even partner with a composting company to ensure that the scraps from their meals and packaging and from all of your meals are put back into the soil. That is awesome because um, I'm not the best composter at home. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably see me talk about Atlas all of the time. Sarah and I are absolutely obsessed with our busy lifestyles. It is the best, best, best thing that we've added to our lives. So I want you all to try it as well. Use the code THEWORKS to receive 15% off your orders for the entire month of November. That means you can redeem it online for weekly meal delivery or in person after you get your sweat on at the sweat studio or the work cycle downtown. It's directly across the street from us. Get the sweet potato breakfast wrap. You're welcome. That's it. So you, I mean, you definitely are like a a person that likes to teach people or like give people the tools to be like their most authentic self. Mm -hmm. And so now I just like want to figure out your life. Mm, Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm like, what should you do next? I don't know. Cause I do feel like, and okay. And I also think like with summer, it's like the summertime is just, I always feel like I experience like a little bit of burnout during the summer because I think you get like the reinvigoration of the new year. And then you're like doing all these things, all excited. Okay. I'm going to do all this. And then you also, I feel that right now, like September vibes, like back to school vibes. And I'm like, here we go. Like, you know, holiday season it's almost is Libra coming. season. Yeah. It's Libra season is just right around the corner. I'm like ready to fucking shine. Mm-hmm. And then, but then during the summer, it's like, I work so hard in the spring and then I work so hard, like during the holiday season, like as far as painting that like during the summer, sometimes this summer I was actually more productive than normal. But like, I feel like sometimes it's hard for me to get a lot of painting done in the summer. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking the other day, I was like, me and Sarah haven't had, like, neither of us has had a breakdown lately. Let me think. Like, usually once a week, one of us calls the other and is, like, sobbing within seconds. Yeah, I don't feel like I've cried lately. Me? Well, I mean, I cry every day, but, like. Wait, why do you cry every day? Because. 
because the world is so beautiful and sad oh. and I have little kids. But then I think part of my emotional instability is being tired too. Okay. That's fair. If I'm really tired, I do cry. Like anytime I call my mom crying, she's like, you need to go to sleep. Cause like I will lose my motherfucking mind when I'm tired. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I mean, I just but, feel really dehydrated. Okay. Okay. I feel really dehydrated <laughs> lately too. I think that's a big part of it. Okay dehydration, sleep, because I have been sleeping really good because guys, I did the tea pellet. Let me tell you, I feel good. Other than, uh, other than this week, I have felt great. You look great. You're sweet. I was telling my friend at work who she's, um, she is like, I guess 40, probably same age as you. But I was like, yeah, I was like all the Mount Pleasant mommies got tea pellets. Well, now after that (laughs) podcast too, I've like had so many people go there. I mean, maybe a little kickback, just kidding. But, um, it definitely, I can feel a difference. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I won't get too personal, but I do have some no. off some off air questions. You can, I mean, you could actually ask them and this is like maybe TMI, but whatever it's, are you for real? But I was getting like my period all the time, like yeah. every two weeks because I'm getting older. I know it's kind of crazy. Is that something that happens? Well, it, it does, but I also, with all the IVF too, I have like low egg reserves. So it's okay. like, anyway, but like it's re-regulating my whole body, Well, which is crazy. I mean, are you more like horned up? Um, or no, because your that's your family's one of your um stressors. <laughs> no, I think I am a little bit. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I think I am. Okay, mm-hmm. that's great. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for you. What's another question? Um, let's see. What is an? I mean, I don't really have one about that. Oh, this is what I was gonna ask. So, like, when will you go through menopause? Like, I'm scared about that. For me or for you? For you. Like, how me having to experience it with you. Well, like, I mean, am I, like, telling all my life story? I guess who cares? <laughs> but, and I'm going to probably say this wrong. You'll say it, right? But, like, they told me from, my, according to my blood work, I am in perial menopause. Is that the right Peri. word? Peri. Peri menopause. Yeah. But they said, she said, they think, like, because a lot of women in, you know, not so much anymore, but like uh, back in the day, especially like women basically stopped having babies by the time they were 38 or so. Right. And, but didn't get a lot of blood work done after that. And so they think that it really does start earlier than. So I'm about to hit. <laughs> are you, but you don't even get a, you are, I mean, everyone's going to love this fucking conversation, <laughs> but you're on birth control. So you don't. Yeah. Well, I have IUD. So I haven't had yeah. a period in like 10 years. So. Which I just don't feel <laughs> like, is it okay? I know it is kind of crazy. You need to shed a layer. I know it is kind of <laughs> crazy, but like when I I was unhinged. Oh, I can imagine. When I used to just take regular birth control, like it was, I mean, I was out of control. Like David would never be married to me if I was on birth control because I, I lost my motherfucking mind. Yeah. But it is kind of weird. Maybe that's why I have such high T. You haven't even had it tested. I know, but I feel like I have high testosterone in my body. Yeah, you wouldn't. I mean, you would. You probably do because you have a strong sex drive. You sleep really well. You have a shit ton, ton of energy. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, because I, I mean, like, is that maybe that's why you hate when the room's really hot because you're having hot flashes. No, I'm not having like, hot are flashes you yet. Start like just like being one of those people that like every like 20 minutes you're just like your face gets neon red and you're like <gasps> I mean and, if I am you're going to be supportive. <laughs> I know, but like that just Maybe I, that's maybe I don't know. Like did they like do they think you're going to go through menopause like at, like super young because no. of everything. Okay. Okay. She didn't say that. And she also said, I mean, I'm almost 42. 
Yeah, it seems young. I mean, but she did say, she's like, you know, this could be, she was like, it could happen in six months. It could happen in six years. Oh my God, it's coming for us all. Buckle up. Then we'll have to start a new podcast because I do think, I mean, as someone much like the ice bath that has not been through menopause. Mm -hmm. You'll have a lot of opinions. I will have a lot of opinions because I think that no one fucking talks about menopause. It's crazy. Well, it's like the secret. It's like a secret. Like, but that's like how nobody used to talk about fertility. Like, well, that's will be our next topic. I guess that's our that's the millennial cross that we bear is that every time we go through a life phase, then we have to publicize it to the but world. But I think that the reason why people don't talk about it is because even I, me just saying that it's like sounds like depressing. Now your vagina's dead. Yeah, <laughs> it's a wrink. It's like a wrinkly old leave. Yeah, <laughs> and that's gross. We got to change the conversation on that. Right. So it's like, it's going to be like menopause is hot. Make menopause hot again. I mean, yeah, that'll be, that'll be my next podcast. It's so, it's like one of those things where, you know, you like, you always hear people say like, you know, I'm 60, but I feel like, you know, I'm 40 still or whatever. I'm 40 and I feel like I'm 85. No, No, I really don't. I really don't. Uh, But then like, but then with menopause, that really is something that you're like, Oh fuck that that's it's coming for us. But but the, she did tell me one thing not that I need to like keep talking about these pellets but um she did say it's so good that we jumped on like I started doing this now. She's like because we can help regulate a lot of like the hormones and the emotions and all that shit. Okay. Well then like so do you feel like you've been crying less? <laughs> I think I have, yeah. Okay. But like crying for me isn't like a sad thing. It's like John cries like maybe once a year. Like when it's like something has tragic has happened. Like crying for me is like having a, having a moment with somebody. Yeah. I'm more of a happy crier. I'd say. Oh, so you're dealing with exhaustion, transitioning hormones (laughs) and low level burnout. Yeah. Okay. How are we going to fix it? I I think you need a new project. I know. That's why I want to open a new studio. I know, but like, is that what you want to do? Yeah. Okay. I've been looking forever. I know, but like... Kira, I'm not like artsy like you. Well, you're very creative though. Yeah, maybe you'll stop sleeping so much and we can get some more done, you know? Uh, remember what you said? Oh, you need... I need to be kind and caring. So when you come to me with a stressor, I'm supportive and open. It did say on this podcast the solution for burnout was to was to make sure that you create a circle and a um, a group around you that they care just as much about you getting cared for as you do for them. And I was like, well, Sarah's fucked that, you know, because <laughs> children that's just not an option. Mm-hmm. But a puppy, a puppy will care about you and your happiness just as much as you care about his. I know. Wow. Goose, it's the answer. I think we've done it. God, I've got to get another puppy. I think you should. Do you think you're going to have a baby? I don't know. You better get started. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm in perimenopause, I guess. But I'll be 38 next two weeks. Jeez. No, not even two weeks. A week in 10 days, I'll be 38. Wow. Which is crazy because, you know, I feel 18. I know. But I'm just hoping that much like... The rest of me, I've always been a real late bloomer and I'm just hoping my eggs fall along the same trajectory. You know, they just took a while to, to mature. Yeah. And okay. Now, so you do want to have a baby. 
Well, I don't know because it, it honestly, like, Here, like how much longer are you going to think about it? <laughs> <laughs> honestly, most people do make it seem so insanely horrible. What having children? Yeah, it's the best. But like, it's your life. Your whole life will change. Your life, especially. I understand. You are that. a fly by the seat of your pants kind of gal. I know. You got to keep food in the fridge. You're gonna have to have a, like a crib. I I know there would have to be a fucking crib. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. <laughs> you would be good because you don't sleep. I mean, so like my little brother, he had a baby last week and so now he has a three-year-old and then baby Spencer. I'm going to go meet him next week, Aww. but he called me this morning and I was like, oh, I missed his call and then I called him back. I was like, sorry, I was um, working out whenever you called. And he's like, wow, must be nice. Because, you know, my little brother is a real exercise addict. And I was like, you can't work out now because you have a baby? And he's like, we don't sleep much here. I was like, oh, okay. God, dear (laughs) Jesus, please put a baby in Kira's stomach so my life will be complete and I can watch you enjoy but see that kind of thing makes it seem like it's really terrible it's not terrible but it will humble the fucking shit out of you because you have always been able just to like boom go boom go like all right i gotta be here i'll do it i gotta do this i gotta do it but can't you teach your baby to be like you Uh, like you don't want your baby to be like you (laughs) (laughs) and babies need like i think carter did a really good job and like she is routine she is on a straight i mean she keeps it real tight like i never did that clearly Um, but like, if you want to have like a regular life, like they have to have routine. Yeah, that's hard. Do you feel like, okay, so I always think this and this will wrap us up. Like I forget who I was talking to about it, but, oh, I was talking to one of my mentors about it and he was like, do you talking about opening studios? And he was like, do you think your mentor, (laughs) what are all these people (laughs) and things you're doing? You have a mentor? I do. Who? I'm not telling you until we get offline. <laughs> I was talking to my mentor. One of my mentors. Okay, okay. Wow, you have many. <laughs> you might be one of them. You just don't oh, know. I am. <laughs> I am your. Everyone. Um, everyone thinks that. Everyone's like, oh, like they think I'm dependent on you. I'm like, no, y'all got it all wrong. I was like. Well, just crunch that chip right on the mic. <laughs> I was like, Sarah's dependent on me. I am her. We'll her. See. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Continue. So, so it's just called friendship. But. Oh, okay. So just continue. Anyway, so and he said to me, do you feel like you'd be complete with your business if you didn't open another studio? And I said, no. And he said, open another studio. Yeah. Oh, so you're asking me, would I be complete without a baby? Yes. Well, I would. Okay. And then, because also then it's like, well, what if I can't have a baby? And then you're just like setting yourself up for disappointment. And But it doesn't mean you don't work for it. I might not ever open another studio. I'd be okay. At least I tried. Yeah. Maybe we should just go get your FSH levels checked. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll go with you. I, what Can you I, call in your own blood work? Um, I wouldn't even know what to call in. Just FSH? Yeah. I mean, you got to do it at the right time in your cycle. Your, your OB can do it. Yeah, we're going to have to get some blood work done. Okay. I wonder, though, if you can do it with being on birth control. I don't know. That's why I'll have to research it later. Well, you can ask your doctor. Yeah, I'll, I'll, research, I'll figure it out on my own. Oh, okay. Much like usual, this podcast has gone all over the fucking place. Yeah. Yeah, Kira Gonzalez, at Kira Gonzalez on Instagram, same website. And Double I, K-I-I. Oh, K-I-I-R-A-G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-Z. Have you changed your name legally? 
No, I was actually saying to someone the other day because I changed everything socially, but nothing legally. And everyone's like, people do it the other way around. Like, mm-hmm. no one that has a business changes their name on every single yeah. platform, but doesn't change their name legally. I was like, I'm an that's alternative why you, gal. That's why you probably need to have a baby because that's when you will change it. Yeah, I will have to then. Yeah. Uh, little Penny Gonzalez. Oh, I can just see her now playing with Goose. <laughs> All right, she you guys, <laughs> thank you for listening. If you're still listening. I and hope you're still listening. I loved being here. Excuse. <laughs> thank you. I did too. I'll talk to you later. I love you. Bye. I love Bye. you. Bye. <laughs>